Welcome to the Bug Geeky Podcast. Hey guys. Hey everybody. Glad y'all are doing good today. Well, we don't um, know that they're doing good. Yeah, today. I mean, I don't know why I said that. We apologize if you're having a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> we wish you the best and hope that you're having a good day. Yes. We're we glad do. you're with us today. Yes. Um, yeah, so what do you guys want to talk about? What, what's been going on? You know on? what's cool like, is we're all three still here. Oh. <laughs> we haven't lost anybody or anything, which no. is cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this will be, be the warm-up at the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, so what's what's been going on? We've all been extremely busy. Summertime, brother. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're in the, the dog days at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been hot outside. Yeah. So. Gives a whole new meaning. For, Every service industry. So. Yeah, it gives yeah. a whole new meaning to cracking crevice, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Cool. So since since we've recorded last, yes. something has let's, happened to you. Let's catch up. Yeah. What ha- what has happened to me? <laughs> Is that something I know about? <laughs> well, no, you you guys had had the baby at yes. that point, right? Mm-hmm. Um what happened to me? You're you're a boss now. Oh yeah, well, I've always been a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's one of those title things. It's still just a lot of work. Titles, you know? titles, titles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you deserve it though. It, it's well, yeah. I don't know about that, but I appreciate you guys' support. Um, it's something I love to do. So, yeah, man. Um, no matter how stressful or anything else, it comes down to, you know. Right. Do, do what you love to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. But you're doing a good job. So. Thank you, brother. You're a lot of good things. I got a good team. And I have an that even helps. better team, you know, going forward, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be good. Nice. So, um, tell us about, uh, a little bit about your experience you had recently at an interview. <laughs> Which experience was that? <laughs> oh. You met one of our listeners. Oh, yeah, I did. I actually hired one of our listeners. Yeah, give him a shout out. Yeah, now I'm going to get a bunch of applications in. I know. I, <laughs> I do not, yeah, I'm not putting that out there like that, but yeah, um, shout out to uh, Mr. Adam. Um, he uh, he came in and interviewed, and we're sitting there with uh, my regional manager. My boss was in there as well, along with my um, commercial supervisor. And Adam's like, uh, yeah. I have something to say on the personal level as well. I'm like, okay. You know, you always kind of, your cheeks tighten when you hear that, you know. A little bit of trepidation when you hear that kind of. So I've been told that before. As, you know, Phil's managed multiple branches uh, in the past as well. So I know you know that tension when somebody says, I have something to tell you or... Of a personal nature. Yeah. It becomes very, it can become very uncomfortable very quickly. Or... Let me be honest with you. Yeah. Any kind of any lead like that is... Yeah. So Adam Let goes, me go grab HR. <laughs> yes, yes. So Adam goes, um, I know you from somewhere else. And my mind starts racing, you know, where's this guy know me from, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Because in your mind, the handshake was the first introduction, right? Correct, correct. Um, and uh, he said, I'm, I'm a... I'm a fan of the the podcast or whatever, and my uh, regional manager immediately goes, um, "That's something completely different than this or whatever." whatever. So that's not related. That is unaffiliated. Like, slow your roll, brother. Slow yeah, your roll. Good. So I appreciate the shout out, Adam, and uh, I'm super excited to uh, to have you coming on board. So I appreciate you, uh, you know, throwing us out there like that. We yeah. appreciate that. It's and always I, good to meet a fan. It is, and I also have your sticker that I promised you here, the Bug Geeky Podcast sticker. Nice. Yeah, we do. We have a few stickers available. Um, I got a small amount of them just as a test to see how they looked with our logo. They look um, awesome. They so are really, really cool. If anybody would like one, just message me and I'll send you one. Like I said, in, while supplies last, I think we have like five or six of them left, so... And if you're really good at what you do, I'll hire you and then get one. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, I wanted to thank our um, some you of the people. Thank them or thank them. Thank them. Um, <laughs> Sorry. 
the uh, some of our new likes on Facebook, uh, we had just kind of like a a rash of new listeners here recently. Not like a rash, like a, <laughs> in a bad place or anything, yeah. but like a... Uh, in a good place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'd hate to be Gabe's doctor. I know, I have a rash in a good place. Can you take a look at it? <laughs> Again, let's go get a jar. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You don't want to be my doctor. She's been busy for the past. You don't want to be my HR. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I, all I get to eye roll. So I, I think I've worn them down. I love them dearly, but but go. I think I have them worn worn down. That's awesome. Uh, let's thank Brian Froland, Anthony Martinez, Josh Koenig, Doctor Shrimp, Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so thanks guys for uh for liking our page. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you for your your uh, messages and comments. And yeah, I've gotten doing. so many messages on Facebook recently within the past probably 2 months. Well, those were like spam, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've gotten like 15 messages from people that I don't even know like saying, you know, when when are you guys coming up with another episode, yeah. like we really like it. Like that that kind of stuff is motivation to to keep going, you know, like yeah, and and I think we should also address that there's no personal issues or or anything like that. Um, you know, as far as the lack of episodes go, we're mm-hmm. just all really busy. It's our time yeah. of the year, so yep. We this is really a um, you know something we just love to do and and a, a labor of love, if you will. So mm-hmm. I think it's just something we can do when we can squeeze it in. But we all have families and all have. Yep. Jobs and um, got a five month old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's super cute by the way. Thankfully, he looks like his mom. Yeah, let me see so. if I if um the audio will play on this. Yes, he, um, definitely. Phil, you haven't heard this yet. Let's see. My wife sent me a video of him laughing the other day. Baby laughing is the most contagious oh yes thing that you'll ever experience. You just can't All help right, but smile. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so he is—he's a trip. He's getting big, and he's already—he's this week. He's like starting to like push and like try to crawl. So that's cool. Yeah, it's happening fast. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. Yes, it's one of those things as a parent that you're like, I can't wait for him to walk. They start walking. You're like. I wish they could walk. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then right. you're like, I can't wait for them to talk. <laughs> and then Shut they up. start talking. Shut like, up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but my um, uh, youngest daughter, when she was smaller and she was trying out words, um, she had a certain I like word. like how you put that. Trying out words. <laughs> trying out words. One of them happened to sound like a certain F word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And, uh, of course, I got blamed for that for whatever reason. I'm not sure. <laughs> wow. Not sure what's up with that, but we were in, um, uh, some Did you have a baby of, monitor reversed? That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a certain, um, retail store when she was a baby, and she was in the, you know, the buggy area mm-hmm. with the babies, and she had her, uh, sippy cup, and she, she threw it across the room, because she thought that was funny. Yeah. And when it hit the ground, she goes, oh, and uh, we got a lot of looks that day. A lot of looks. Um, but I didn't say anything to her, number one, because she was a baby, and number two, because it was used in the correct context. So, I mean, just think about you, Phil, if you dropped your sippy cup. I mean, well, I do drop my sippy cup all the time. So, <laughs> see, there you go. Remember, remember, our little brother Zach used to cuss a lot when he was little. Yeah, I don't know. Real sure what, what was up with that. <laughs> it was always very funny, though. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. It was very funny. So, um... So now we know what to do to get Josh to laugh when we're playing the game in the room. Just clap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if, you, if you're wondering uh, what that comment means, is when we record, we have to sync the audio up and clap, so... Well, that made it sound like if you 
Sync the audio up, right? We clap. <laughs> Yay! Yay! You did a good dude. job. Which we kind of do, I guess. <laughs> you did it right this time. Uh, all the back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But life is good. We hope you guys are doing well. Mm-hmm. Again, it is the, you know, it's August. It's the heat of the summer. So, it, I mean, it is just brutal out there. And yep. we, we do think about you guys that that are are on the grind every day. It's It's just... It's tough. Yeah. But the good news is September and October and November is just around the corner. So Yeah. That's very I can't true. wait for uh, September is kind of that time where things start mellowing out a little bit. I mean, it's still hot, but yeah. you still have those days where you're like, oh. Yeah, unless you live in Florida or somewhere and then you're just screwed. Yeah. My dad <laughs> and uh, uh, my, my mom and dad live in Savannah, Georgia, mm. and they had, it's been Brutal down there. It's been hundred plus several days. Yeah, it was rough when we came down to see you guys and, uh, that time. That was yeah. that was yeah. humid. Humidity is always real bad down there. So, but my dad works in an office. So, I mean, yeah. he's in pest control, but uh, he's yeah. a manager. He's he doesn't do anything. Kind of like Josh now. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Um, the next time your your dad comes up, we should have him on. Yeah, that would to. be cool. That, sure. that would be awesome. Uh, you know, what's crazy. I've never even met your dad. I you have? You nope. I have not. Wow. I've never met met your dad. He's pretty awesome. That. Yeah. So that's on me. That is. <laughs> I need to make that happen. I tried to get you to Savannah like four times. That is true. Down there, so yeah. that, that is, is on true. You. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy at IMAX. Yeah, that's time. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I'm Port just trying to be a part. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a great trip. That was the. I think that's the only. Time I've ever been to Savannah. Really? Savannah's yeah. pretty Unless awesome. we went when I was a kid at it's any point. Haunted. There's a lot yeah. of uh, haunting We went to the, like to the pirate there. restaurant. And yeah, went to the pirate restaurant. I need to put up that picture that, <laughs> that we took. Oh, man. The Captain Morgan picture? <laughs> yep. Nice. We'll do that. Yeah, I'll and put that up. And then you can also add the video of me and... So, I just yes. took the family to the beach. And uh, speaking of pirates, it's a good segue to this. Yeah. And um, we went to, uh, took family to Pirate's Voyage, which is also, nice. you know, it's always That's a lot a little fun. Dollywood production. I it see is. A little, it's yep. a huge Dollywood production. Yeah, if you guys have never been to that, you should. The it's more politically correct uh, Dolly Parton show. Yeah, it's a politically correct Dolly Parton show, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <pretty good. laughs> um, unless you have something against pirates. and uh, Yeah. Well, somebody out there has something against pirates, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody out there's got something against everything. Everything, so. exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a good good family show. There's a big um, body of water in the middle of the room with, with a ship on it. And, and they the food do, is incredible. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. The food, if you've been to the uh, Dixie Stampede, if you've ever heard of that, they have multiple locations. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do the Stampede. <laughs> um, but they have that soup, which I ate. Mm-hmm. The tomato bisque. Yeah, whatever that stuff no, is. No, that one that one's the the vegetable. The creamy vegetable. Oh yeah, vegetable. okay. Yeah. I was thinking with of the, the cheese biscuits and the, the corn. Yeah, medieval times. Medieval times, yes. thank you. Yeah. yeah. I can't go to medieval times without thinking of the cable, cable guy. guy. That's true. Yeah. I'll never be able to go again. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just not gonna Yeah. It's not yeah. gonna happen. I always think of that. But yeah, the waitress came around this time and um she asked uh, my youngest daughter, she's like, would you like to be in the show or whatever? And, nice. You know, my youngest daughter's all in for everything. She's mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one thing I love about her. She, It's like, if we could all enjoy life as much as she does, I think we would be better off because she's just all <laughs> in, you know. Right. So she's like, yeah. And then she looks at, the waitress looks at me and goes, and you have to come with her. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um... We ended up being in the show, and uh, me and this other dad had to um, grab this big, uh, like, uh, nautical rope, ship rope, and pull this little boat across the, uh, kind of race the other the other team. You have a yeah. blue side and a red side, and we were on the blue side, and we had to pull the rope and get... Mm-hmm. Um, our kids across in this boat before the other dads did, mm-hmm. and of course we won because the other dads suck. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm like high fiving and chest bumping this random dad, you know. Nice. Like, yes. Nice. You guys suck. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, no, it was it was a blast, and uh, 
But it's good times if you ever get a chance to go. Definitely do. All right, so I know here uh, in the next week it's going to pretty much be like all thunderstorms. Yeah, uh, which we so, need. Yes, very badly. So what's you guys' take on treating in like bad weather? In thunderstorms? I well, wouldn't say to do. <laughs> yeah, thunderstorms. <laughs> we got rain, wind, heat, snow. Well, there's know. so much at that point you have to watch for drift and yeah. leaching and... Puddles. Um, yeah, a lot of my guys will just do a um, follow-up for outside service or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, a, lot of, a lot of products that we have uh, are, that are in the industry, um, you can't use them in any sort of rain, even if it's just a little yeah. sprinkle. So, uh, again, it kind of goes back to what we talk about a lot on this show, and that's read your labels. Make sure you understand what you're working with and... Yeah. Uh, um, you know, how you can apply it correctly. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's again, we, we've talked about it. We'll continue to talk about it because it is an important thing, um, no matter if you're in the pest control industry or if you're, you know, mixing up cleaning supplies at home, you know. Um, label is the law. Label is yeah. the law. And well, so. that's something that is, you know, bashed into our heads through training and mm-hmm. every book, but it's, I mean, it always comes down to that, mm-hmm. you know, whether whether you're trying to figure out, like, what you can use the product for, when you can use it, how the weather is, any of that, mm-hmm. refer to the label always. So there's also products like Nyban, and I don't remember the verbiage, but basically it's weatherproof. Yeah. Uh, so would you like to talk about that that verbiage of quote weather resistant, maybe, is what it says. Yeah. Yeah, Nyban does have a certain resiliency to um, moisture, but um, you know, it, if you apply it and you get three inches of rain in four days, then resiliency is a, a relative term, I think, at that point. So. The way that I would put that specifically with Nyban, well, Nyban and Mother Earth, any kind of granular that's similar like that, yeah. would be where if you use it and it rains the next day, you know, it's not a total loss, but I wouldn't use it in the rain. Right. Well, yeah. you also have to understand that it's not just about the product being washed or, you know, or, or disintegrating in the water. It's also about that product being moved. Yeah. Right. Uh, because of the amount of water. Uh, Nyban's a very light granule, and it will float readily. Mm-hmm. So if you get... Uh, a home that has well, corn and we all know corn floats. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Clarifying that. Yeah. Maybe. What do you guys think of the uh, Centria granular? It smells. Yeah. I haven't I had the pleasure of using it. I'll be honest. Yeah. I I really like it because it kind of. You know, it, because it smells, like, the customers are like, oh, you know, you and actually did something today. Yeah, yeah, and it's bigger because yes. it's, you know, it's it's a larger mm-hmm. granular form. So. You have, like, the Nyban that's almost like, it's almost like fish food. You know, it's, like, yeah. really thin, like, flakes. And then Mother Earth granular that that is a little bit like that, but it's more of, like, a, you know, like a kind of, they're almost like little squares. Right. Well, Nyban has two formulations. They've got the granular and they've got the fine granular mm-hmm. so yeah. you can get the two different sizes even even the regular granular is a little more fine than like the sure the other ones are you know well actually if you order one type of of band and they don't have it then you just say fine send me the other and then... <laughs> it's fine it's fine uh but then the centria like i said that that's it's pretty sizable compared to Nyban. Like yeah. you're when you're throwing it out, it's you know you can hear it hitting the house like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> a little BBs. Yeah, <laughs> but the century uh, is not. I mean, I've you know I wouldn't say it doesn't work or it or it works great. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of I've never had any issues with it. So yeah, I assume it does. Like I said, it's one it. of those things where like especially if you're doing residential, I would recommend it because a lot of customers like to. You know, like if you're using like green products and stuff, they like to to yep. 
they can see that and they can smell it, you know, like, that's, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but that's just like, so if you can see it and smell it, it's a win all day long. Yeah. Um, but with the other, you know, I, I, I wouldn't recommend, like I used to do hospitals, like I wouldn't recommend using that. No. That's always a bad idea. And a, a Centria G um, also is an insecticide. Mm-hmm. It's not a bait like Nyvan. Yep. So there's a difference there along with uh, Telstar PL mm-hmm. is an insecticide, right. not a bait. Correct. Uh, we, <laughs> we've had guys mix those together and they're like, well, we'll just throw them at once. Mm, well... You're you're canceling out what you're trying to do right. here. So well, I believe it or not, I pulled the Nyvan label up just to get that wording correct. So right. and there's two things that you brought up. One, uh, it, it does say this product is a ready to use weather slash moisture resistant bait resistant. that controls and kills ants, crickets, cockroaches, period. It goes on down the line. However, it says this in environmental hazards do not apply directly to water, to areas where surface water is present, or to intertidal areas below the mean high water mark. Do not contaminate water when disposing of equipment, wa- wash waters, or inside. So uh, you if you've got a home that's near a lake and you've got inclement weather coming mm-hmm. in, then it's you've a got a chance idea. of moving that bait into uh, that, that body of water. So it's something yep. to be uh, really careful about. So Yeah, well, with any, I mean, even Towstar PL, you know, like you have to be careful if you're treating around... Right. Like, I, I treated a house a couple months ago that was straight up on a lake. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was pretty close to it. And, um, you know, you just have to watch out because you never know how, like, if it's a windy day, if you're throwing Towstar PL, if you're that close to the lake or to a pool or to a koi pond, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be careful. Uh, um, a customer that I have that I do mosquito at, they have a koi pond. And... Or they had a quick. <laughs> yeah. it, it racks my nerves the whole time I'm there because, I mean, I don't go anywhere near it, but... You gotta worry about drift. Yeah, like, I have to watch where I'm spraying because... Well, all of a sudden you see bloop, 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 yeah. bloop. Every, every time, like, when I go back around that side, I don't even treat on that side of the house. Yeah. Um, and every time I walk back around, I, like, look at it, and I'm like... Mm. You know, you guys all right over there? Yeah, you okay. Please be okay. <laughs> Again, yep. label is the law. Read. The, it, yep. the label takes what? It took you, what, two minutes to pull that up and, and check it out? Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yep. Uh, you're not in such a hurry that you can't be safe. Yep. So the second thing that you were talking about was they would mixed the products together. Yes. On the label, under, again, uh, the general information, do not contaminate this product with other pesticides. <laughs> if this product becomes contaminated with another pesticide, it will lose its effectiveness. Right. Exactly. That is the Nyvan uh, granular bait label. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I know of at least 10 people right offhand that do that. Yep. So, I it mean, is, uh, it's, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yep. You, you, the bait is not doing anything. Now, uh, the insecticide is probably... Yeah. Not going to be affected as much, but uh, you're... But you're, you're wasting really money. Doing... You're wasting product. Right. You know? Right. It's like mixing a uh, residual in a mm-hmm. uh, non-residual tank and yep. uh, then trying to put a non-residual back in there. You've pretty much wasted that product unless you do a triple rinse and clean everything out, so... Yep. Yep. Truth. Hmm. Um, one thing that I always recommend is... <sighs> If you have to do the service when it's when it's raining or in the winter when it's snowing, is to push to do a thorough interior treatment rather than just saying you know oh I'll I'll come back in a few weeks you know kind of thing schedule that follow up for the exterior treatment for when you know it's not raining or snowing or whatever but go in and at least do as thorough of an interior treatment as you can. Do a crack maybe, and crevice. Let's go over that a little bit because yeah. when you say thorough interior treatment, some of the, maybe some of our listeners are thinking baseboard yep. spraying. <laughs> yep. You know, um Yeah. That's a good point. So for me, a thorough interior treatment, depending on the issue, of course, um if there's not a whole lot of issues, is crack and crevice treatment. Usually I'll use Alpine, but it just it depends on you know, what product I'm using, um, doors, windows, pipe entry points. The biggest thing is inspection. Oh yeah. Um, always inspection and monitors and things like that. Um, that's, that's 
a big deal with me. But, um, but yeah, no baseboards. Come on. I got into an argument with a, um, with a technician, uh, from another company because I was at a place and he came in and was, and was just spraying everywhere. I was like, dude, come on. Like you're spraying food. You're spraying like. Yeah, guys, let's be safe. I actually had that written down, um, about tension with other companies. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you're always going to think you're the best and you, or your guys are the best or, or whatever, or if you own your own company that you're the best. But have you guys experienced that tension? I oh, think yeah. Gabe, didn't you say one time uh, a guy flipped you off on the road? Two different times. Yep. Like, you know, I I'd find, never done anything to the guy. I was I'm, just in that company's truck. You know? Yeah, I find that a lot of times I get the the hand, the, hey, what's up, on yeah. the way by. Yeah. Uh, more often than not, but have you guys experienced tension? Yes. Um. I can honestly say that I've never had any sort of uh, physical confrontation. I mean, yeah, I've been flipped off a couple times, just, you know, some knucklehead in a different uh, uh, company. But, I mean, I think that happens across industry. I had a yeah. short period of time where I worked for a, uh, a large chip company. And, uh, you know, uh, when you're working in grocery stores uh, as a vendor, everybody shows up at the same time, you know, and... Got one of the. I was working for one of the national companies. Get this little local small company guy to come in, and you know, I just waved at him as we're as I'm leaving, and he's pulling up. He flips me off, so you know, it happens. <laughs> you know, I'm like, is he gonna mess with my display now? <laughs> you know, what am I gonna do? He's gonna pee on my chip bag. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to happen to you a lot, Phil. Uh, you know, but yeah. um, I, but I mean, I can honestly say that you know, from my experiences, that the folks in our industry. Uh, the people that work here are generally, genuinely good-hearted. <laughs> generally. Gen they're, genuinely. They're generally, genuinely. Yes, very good-hearted. And yeah. uh, I can't speak this morning, evidently. That's too uh, But, um, you know, um, I'm sure there's bad apples everywhere. And yeah. again, yeah. I mean, you get the occasional jerk. and But, I mean... We're all I've in had, it for the same reason, man. Yeah. I mean, and there's plenty of business to go around. There's no need to... right. Yeah. Well, yeah. like like I said, I, I have multiple jobs, and the job that I was at, I was servicing vending machines, and in an area where there's food present, like open food, this guy walks in and is with a BNG, starts spraying the baseboards around around the, the break room I was in, and walks over and starts spraying the shelves where the food is, and like is literally getting pesticide on the food. Most likely, it was probably Talstar in there. But, like, and, like, I walk over to him, explain, you know, my, you know, that, I, that I'm in pest control, mm -hmm. and explaining to him that that's against the label, that that's, like, you know, it's illegal what he's doing, because he's straight up spraying food items, you know, yeah, yeah. with pesticides. And he proceeds to start arguing with me about it, and he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about because he really? wasn't actually making an argument. He just got defensive and was like trying to jump down my throat. Yeah. And I explained to him, I asked him what product he was using and he didn't even really know anything about that product. Uh, you know, like I was just, as I was trying to, you know, help educate. People, yeah. Educate while helping people, you know, stay safe and he just, he did not have it, so. Well, and I don't think you were in the wrong there. <clears throat> um, we In this industry, we owe it to each other to hold each other accountable. Yeah. I mean, I was very nice when, when I came up to him. You started. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, when I started. I started nice. Yeah. Uh, at the end, it was not very nice, but um, because I had to explain. I'm not just a vending machine guy. I know what I'm talking about, you know. Right. Um, it, it It was just amazing to me the because he was with a very large national company and servicing a very large account that brings a lot of money to that company he has no idea what he's doing yeah. and not only that the account had a german roach issue oh, and wow. he was going in there and repellent yeah. yeah and yeah. the german roach issue now is higher up and it's like hmm you know, wonder why. Yeah, wonder why. and and he did not have a service bag. He did not have anything. He didn't. Even, he didn't even have a flashlight. He had a silver can. 
Yep, that's all he had. Yeah. And it was like, okay. Now, I will tell right. you that kind of the opposite of what you're saying, mm-hmm. where you had a conversation with someone in the industry, but you knew what you were talking about. I've had many times in my career where I've had the guy who did pest control uh, 15 years ago yeah. and uh, yeah. never bothered to learn any uh, amount of IPM or mm-hmm. anything like that come up to me. And, and pest management, uh, if, if there's anybody that doesn't know what IPM stands for. Sorry, integrated pest management. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good call. Um, hopefully uh, we... Uh, hopefully you do know what that yes. means. Yeah, if you listen to us, hopefully that's ingrained into your head by now. Yeah. But um, but I mean, you know, so you've got kind of the, we talked about confrontation within the industry, but, you know, you, you don't just get confrontation from necessarily within the industry. You know, it's um, just the general population, you know, people think, it was someone that I used to, to, to work with uh it was a very good quote. Always said, "We get paid to do things that people can't, won't, or shouldn't do." Yeah. And I, that's always stuck with me. I think it's a, it's a very good, uh, very good quote, a very good mentality. Um, yep. Because they, 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 a lot of times it's just they won't. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, we're we're applying pesticides. If you can cook a recipe, you can mix and apply pesticides it's right. you know simple as following the directions yep go back to the label you know but I'll they don't want to killer red band pizza in the oven nice <laughs> i'm just saying you know and then you got the ones that you know can't you know um for whatever reason yeah. uh you know maybe uh it's single a, moms well you know, not just that but you got older folks large commercial facilities that you know yeah can't yeah. be you know uh you know can't be responsible for the pest control in their facility. And then you got those that shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, the that's the big one that always stuck with me is uh, yep. you know, thing you shouldn't do. And unfortunately, you know, it kind of goes back to that, you know, well, I worked in pest control twenty years ago. Yeah, you worked in pest control twenty years ago. Try going up to one of these big computer tech companies and say, I used to work in the industry twenty years ago. I think you're doing it wrong. Yep. Right. They're gonna laugh you out of their office. Correct. Turn it off, turn it back on. And you know we <laughs> We uh, the I literally reached yeah. down to my phone to turn it off. Turn it back <laughs> I was like, no, 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 was don't giving do me instruction. The game's so bossy. But you know, we live, uh, we live, we work in an in industry that's all about integrity, mm-hmm. all about honesty and trust. Should be. It, it should be. Uh, if you don't have integrity as a characteristic, you need to go find something else to do yep. because. You, you need to do what you said you did mm-hmm. on the paperwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do it, you didn't do it. But, you know, you always need to fall back on that documentation. But be honest, be trustworthy, you know, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the counterpoint to that is if you put it on the paperwork, you did do it. And yep. make sure your paperwork's right because yes. <laughs> you screwed that up. <laughs> yes. The, the state's going to say, no, you did that. You put it down. Good. Well, it, it uh, yeah, you're right. If it's on there, you did it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so that, make sure. The point Josh was very, very making, or making very well was do the job right. Yeah. Do it right. Yep. Um, and also with that, do it right the first time. Right. Don't just, Take like like I was saying, like with the, you know, don't just create a follow-up to do it later and just put the ticket through. Yeah. Do everything you can to fix that problem, everything in your power mm-hmm. to fix that problem the first time, yeah. and you're going to save yourself a lot of money, mm-hmm. you're going to save yourself a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, chemicals aren't cheap. Yeah. And if you're just going in there and you're you're... You have a German roach issue in a break room, and you're going through and just spraying water or towel star around. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna. That's mm-hmm. not gonna help anything. You know, um, do it right, and I mean that kind of mess loses accounts. If you make a mistake, you know? own up to it. Yeah. it happens. Yeah. You know, I I specifically remember one that popped in my head when you were talking about that. Um, I had a commercial account, and um, the exterior bait stations were supposed to be serviced twice a month, and for two years, I sort of set count every single month, twice a month, you know, yep. and 
uh, it was November, it was about three or four, two or three, four years ago, somewhere in there, I can't remember exactly. But I just forgot the second service. I don't know <laughs> what happened, you know? And then my boss or my supervisor called me and said, like, hey, did, did you do it? And it messed me up so much that I literally, I'm like, am I supposed to do it twice? I mean, literally had to stop and think. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I think, you know, is it once a month? I don't know. You know, I yeah. literally just got really confused. And you started second guessing yourself. I started second guessing myself. And he's, he's like, well, I pulled your documentation and, you know, it's twice a month. It's what you've been doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I screwed that up bad. So here's a good example of checking your spec page on your yeah. contract. <laughs> so, yeah. I well, just, again, you know, though, that, like, because I know that both of you do this, like, when you, especially if you're in commercial, not quite as much with residential. With residential, it's more of just talking to the customer and seeing what they want done and what they're paying for. But... With a commercial account, go through your logbook, get get a copy of the contract, check and see what you're supposed you're supposed to be doing because you could go in and just do what you normally do. But yeah, if they're have a spec page, yeah, you know? if they're paying for something specific, you know you got to hold to that because if they get audited, anything, you you're they're gonna fail that and you're gonna lose the account. Yeah, well, if the auditor's worth anything. Yeah, yeah. but so, I mean, I had to you know. I mean, I got defensive just like anybody else would. You know, I don't think I did that. That that can't be right. You, you know, and I, well, you know, I don't there. believe this. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I apologized. I said, "I'm sorry. I screwed up." And what do I need to do to make it right? And uh, because of the track history on the account and what yeah. had been done there, they're like, "Nothing. It's fine. We're just gonna they put a corrective form in there." You know, hey, miss this, and uh, and move forward with it. You know, it was very easily. Uh, chalked up to uh, what happened there so but yeah. um yeah you know and I probably you know it was it was the second visit uh of the actually the third visit of the month so it was right before Thanksgiving it was in November I remember that specifically you were just so you had your mind I, on I, probably, I probably had my mind on turkey and you know <laughs> yeah. just I probably got in a rush and, and don't yeah. do drugs kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but you know um but if something's out of the ordinary like that, it's easy to miss. Yeah. Yeah. But guys, honestly, it's all about the details. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, anybody yeah. can do pest control. The details is what's going to trip you up. Yep. But you know, do do your job. Do it right. If you make a mistake, own up to it. You know. Um, but if you're doing your job and you're doing it right, when you make a mistake, it's a whole lot easier to yep. get past yeah. that mistake. So. I right. I got a good one. Okay. Going back to weather. Okay, if you have a commercial account that has bait stations, if it's raining and they're supposed to be serviced, you you have to service these bait yeah, stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't give you an out to say, oh, well, it was raining. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing where you can skip over equipment for any sort of weather. I, I had an account um, when I was on my, my route that it was a, it's a big account, we still have the account. It's just a beast, and it's it's so it's in direct sunlight. It's just hot. When it's cold, it's cold. It's all cement, you know. It's all hardscapes, and it's just it's inside and outside, and it's probably five hours worth if you're mm. good. Yeah. So um. It was, I saved it for the end of the month. This was the last time I did that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because it's one of those accounts you dread, you know. Mm-hmm. So I pull up, and I'm getting the stuff out of the back of my truck, and it just starts pouring. <laughs> I mean, just, you know those... Run for cover, pour yeah, down horse. Yeah, the heavy uh-huh. raindrops. Big, yeah. Yeah, just big raindrops yep. that... And it's just relentless. So I sat in my truck for five minutes. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when, especially you guys down in Florida, when it rains, it'll do that and then it'll just stop. You yeah. know, nah, not this. Stay so, with you. Yeah. I was in the truck five minutes, in the truck 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then at 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to have to get this so this down. is the reality we're, we're that I'm living in now. <laughs> yeah, so I had a uh, one of those Tyvek suits. 
mm-hmm. in the back of uh, my truck. Put a Tyvek Siddle? I did. Nice. You know, you look like one of the Oompa Loompas. You know, you can see <laughs> your, your face. And, uh, but I got those bait stations done. Nice. So, nice. But most everyone would not have done that. Well, I I think sometimes you need to to be smart and when you know you got to do what you got to do. Now, I've done that before too and just got drenched. It is what yep. it is. Mm-hmm. But do what your customer is paying you to do. Yep. Do it right. Period. There's no leeway in that, yep. you know. Um I talked to a guy one time and he's like, "Well, just document that there was inclement weather. No, you can't do that. Mm-mm. That's an auditor's not going to accept that, right? right? Because how can you prove there was inclement weather? I mean, yeah. again, the only the only time that's really worth noting or going to make a difference is if you're supposed to be treating the outside of the building. So you put that on right. the ticket, you get a a follow up created, and you go back on another day and and do that treatment that they paid for. On a day where it's not raining. Yeah, and that goes back to documentation yeah. as well. But, yeah, you, you know. And kind of going along with that, you know, the service specs aren't necessarily set up monthly. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Right. Okay. If you miss a, if you miss a service, you know, there's 52 weeks in a year, especially if it's like a weekly account, you know. Yep. You can, you can get that even if you know that ticket's been closed or whatever you know if you had to like like mm-hmm. you were saying you know if you had to go and do uh an exterior power spray or something yeah then you know uh you can bump that to the to the next month and record it then it's mm-hmm. you'll be okay so yeah just uh make sure you get everything recorded documented correctly like josh was saying earlier uh very well so absolutely what do you guys think about what do you look for with the placement of a technician? Like how to place a tech? Say say you you already have an existing team. Um, you bring somebody else on, whether it's an add-on or a, you know whatever. Do you? I I know myself. I look a lot at personality, mm-hmm. and um, you know work ethic and whatnot. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, like because uh, you know most companies have, you know, termite commercial, residential, multi housing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our company has canine. You know that there's a lot, a lot of things out there, and you might have somebody that's unhappy in one of those positions, so you have some options, mm-hmm. and you just hire somebody, and you can move, move some things around. What do you look for uh, as far as placement? Well, uh, one thing that uh, I think is essential in that process is talking to the person to find out, you know, what they're comfortable doing, what they like to do. Evaluating their skill set. What's that? Evaluating their skill set. Yeah, I mean, you can can find out, you know, somebody that comes in and has a a very magnetic personality. You're not going to want to put them more than likely on a commercial account a route where they're going to be by themselves most of the day and their interaction is going to be limited uh, limited and and when it is occurring is with uh these large commercial facility contacts who you're quite frankly a blip on their radar for the yeah. 20 minutes that you spend with them so yeah right you know they may be better suited for uh uh, a canine imagine. route, or uh, not, no, not canine route. I'm sorry, um, a multi-housing route, or a uh, residential route, where they're getting to interact with multiple people throughout the day. Yeah. Um. So there's there's that kind of. I would say the first thing is getting their feedback, and then if you're looking at moving a position, look at their work history. If you're looking at adding someone, that's a little bit more of a. Yeah. Uh, I think you. I think you hire for the need and then evaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, again, we've talked about this in the past with uh, uh, like personal, uh, personality test. And, yes. Um, we've mentioned culture index on here. You know, they can kind of uh, scale down the, 
the position that you, the, the personality traits that you want to hire for a certain position. So. Right. Yeah. You know, you, if you have somebody that's jam up on their work ethic and, and everything, but they're a little socially awkward, you might want to look at like a, a um, bed bug situation. Right. Where they're, you know, it's hard work, but they're really in the truck most of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't say that to be rude. It's just what I'm saying is play to people's strengths. Yeah, yeah. and you, but you, know? you don't want to put someone who's very good with customers in a in, bed bug truck. Yeah, in that role when right, like Phil said, a, another another role they could be talking to twenty different customers right. in a they day. They really shine. Yeah, but I think you do. I don't. I don't think you play Michael Jordan at center. I think you know you right. play Michael Jordan where you, right. you know where he shines. You know. Um, so I, I think it's important to play to people's strengths to be fair to them and the company. Yeah. You know. Oh, you're gonna get the most bang for your uh, buck with uh, getting that feedback and getting that uh, the the most happiness you can get out of that out of that employee. Yeah. For them and the company, really. Correct. Correct. All the way around. Because you gotta go to any kind of work life balance. It's a man. It's a deep hole. You just. Uh, opened up but uh so work-life balance yeah, yeah. and and in an industry where it's we got to get this done is is tough and yeah. i think that's always going to be a, a struggle mm-hmm. um yeah because you because there's no matter what route no matter what person no matter what company the last like three days of the month there's always going to be a little bit of a you know kind of a, a freak out because there's there's people that aren't taking it upon themselves to get their routes done. So you have to find a person who is going to do well under under that pressure. Yep. Well, I mean, it's this industry is not for just anyone. And mm-hmm. work-life balance, I feel like we, we do the best we can with it. But at a certain point, like you said, at the end of the month, you got to get it done. You know, yep. I've had guys say, you know, I haven't seen my family. It's, you know, I got home at 2 p.m., not 2 p.m., 10 p.m. last night. I didn't even get to see my family, but I got this, 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 and this that need to be done on the route. It's kind of like, yeah. what do you do? It's got to get done. You know, We're in a production-based industry, mm-hmm. and I bring this up because I've seen several folks on Facebook and different groups I'm involved in that maybe just started their business and they're wanting to add somebody on, mm-hmm. but they don't really know where to place them mm-hmm. um whether it's a single person that started the business or somebody that started the business and have two or three people with them and they're like hey should i add somebody mm-hmm. um that's another that's another conversation yeah. as well yeah. but i think you play to people's strengths yeah. when you get to know them yeah you know? i mean uh you mentioned in brief in passing uh route management you know Yep. If you've got somebody who's very much a self-starter and is capable of managing uh, a route, and I mean the day-to-day operations of ma- truly managing a route, where at the end of the month they're not scrambling because they front-loaded or ordered their or you know work days on a on somewhat of a consistent basis, and mm-hmm. you know at the yep. end of the month they're looking to help, not you know you've got that. That person's probably not gonna be great or happy on a residential route that is primarily scheduled for them a hundred percent of the time. Yep. Right. So you know, and then you, uh, likewise, if someone just can't manage a route, you know, it's very good at the job, but the technical aspects of I've got to get so many stops done, or I've got to get my first Monday, second Monday, third Monday done on time every every month then yeah. you know, maybe a residential route would be great for them because all of a sudden all they're doing is looking at their schedule saying okay miss jones miss smith miss you know etc down the line they have the parameters there right yeah you know so some people can structure their own work days and some people need that structure to rely on so um you know uh and you can you can find out that kind of stuff in an interview uh, if you ask yeah. the right questions if you uh, let that person talk themselves into or out of the job, uh, which I know you're really good at that, Josh, and, and when you're interviewing. So, I 
do my best with it. So. You'll get a, a surprise every now and then. <laughs> now and again, you know, but, uh, well, I completely misread that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, some people will just oversell, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I get it. And uh, I think we've all been out of a job before and, and you do your best to, yeah. you know, put your best foot forward yeah. and, and pretty much say what you need to say. But That's what John Mayer said, you know. He did. He did say that. <laughs> He's certainly not out of a job. Uh, <laughs> but um, he just had a stalker, too, by the way. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I'm completely out of the loop on that, so sorry. Uh, you know. Sorry. Me and it was Phil. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's all we got for this one. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. It was a good conversation. We had fun. We don't know if you guys did, but we had a blast. <laughs> Wake up. You're driving. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't podcast and drive. <laughs> that was better than uh, re- reading Facebook and driving. Well, true. <laughs> or, true. or watching YouTube videos. Uh, I actually, um, I was uh, looking through news feeds the other day, and there was an article that popped up about texting and driving. Um and there was a literal video. Uh, a guy had a GoPro in his uh, windshield, and the car in front of him, uh, the driver was texting and driving, and literally just watched the car the swerve to the right and yep. hit the pole. Yes, yep. uh, the electric pole just falls in. The guy behind, in order not to hit the electric lines, just buries it in the bank. Yeah, uh, it was. Bad. That was that was yeah. bad because you could you I mean you could literally just see the car just just, just veer right over and bam. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You saw yeah. the same article, but yeah, yeah that was that freaked was me out. So. Yeah. Well, I work during the day, so I, I <laughs> <laughs> did y'all look at this while you were driving? Yes, you did. Of course, no. <laughs> of course. It, it was Phil. So. <laughs> well, I was the car behind him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you got Josh who sits at his desk all day now. So, yeah, exactly. You know. That's what some people say. I know. I wish that was <laughs> true. A hard time. It's not true at all. But. Oh, man. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, hanging out with us today, guys. And um, we'll be back next week because we're going to stay here and record another episode. So. Yeah, and um, hopefully we won't lose anybody between now and then. I hope we'll, not. It'll be know. all three of us. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good when you can keep the whole crew well, on the podcast. The breakfast is kind of rumbling a little bit, so. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go Uh-oh. take care of that. And we'll, Uh-oh. We'll, and I we'll, did have uh, Tipsy Taco at, like, midnight last night. And a Bang Bang Shrimp Taco. Oh, well, you're yeah. about to put the Bang Bang <laughs> with, the, uh, with the shrimp, so... Phil, we were talking about recording another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so Phil and I will go get matches and yes. uh, airsoft spray, and we'll see you guys shortly. Yep. And as always, stay, stay geeky. geeky.